Good day to you, my dear friend. It's another beautiful time to share the Word of God with you this week. And this week, I will be sharing with you on the proper order of prayer. What is the proper order of prayer? Now, one of the major frustrations of believers is either they do not know how to pray or they are praying and not getting results. However, if God makes us understand that we should pray, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, is God expecting us to keep talking without getting results? God intends that every prayer gets answered. In fact, the Bible calls him the rewarder of faith. So in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, the scripture says the word, Eda must come to, Eda must come to him must know that is acknowledged that he is able and is a reward of they that diligently seek him. So we know that at the end of prayer is a God willing and ready to answer. So why is there a lot of frustrations with the issue of prayer? First, I'd like to say that learning from the life of David would help us understand a lot about prayer. Now, if you open your Bible to the book of Psalms 27 from verse 1 to 6, the scripture makes us understand that David desired two major things. One, to behold the beauty of God, and that is worship. That is acknowledging the potency, the power, the ability, the supremacy of God over situations. And that is the first level of your prayer. And that is why in the book of Revelation, the Bible says, Weep no more, for the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. Therefore, the first understanding in prayer is to understand the word, no matter what, there is a provision in God, not in God trying to make it happen, but from the state of God having prevailed over all situations. Now, if God has then prevailed, why am I finding it hard getting the answers translated or transferred from heaven down to my situation? And that goes to the second thing you need to understand. That word, every single time God wants to give you something, God will first send you light. Many times we are praying for the manifestation of things, but what we should seek for is a revelation that births things. And that is why you found in that same scripture, that same Psalm 27 from verse 1 to 6, David mentioned the first thing which I already talked about, to behold the beauty of God. The second, the, the second thing David said was the word, it says the word that I may behold his ways, that I may understand his ways, that I may receive light. So the word, David was primarily doing two things. And you, of course, if you read the scriptures, you will find the word, David was one person who understood God and knew the ways of God. So such people we should learn from. Now, the second thing we see is the word, he only sought the ways of God. And I have already mentioned that God identified himself as a father of light. Whatever God would give to you will bring a form of light. Such that when your, your salvation, the Bible says the word, the people that sat in darkness have seen a great light. So what you actually need is light. That's why you also find in the book of Acts chapter 12 when Peter was in prison. The Bible says when he was about to be brought out of the prison, the first thing we saw in that prison room or in that prison cell was light. 
So every single time God wants to bring you out of a situation before you expect the manifestation. That is why that is another reason why we are, why we come across frustrations in prayer because we are expecting the manifestation, not not understanding the word revelation would always produce manifestations of God's answers of God's power. So the second thing is to seek light. Now, when you seek light, then you can go into prayer. But one thing usually happens, the day you find the light, there will be joy. The day you find light, light, revelation, insight, understanding will cause a rejoicing inside you. Now, this is what happens when you're praying and you get into that situation. The next thing that you find is that where as soon as you receive light, there's going to be a joy springing forth. You will know it. I mean, you will feel it. You can touch it with your spirit. I mean, you can touch it spiritually. Like you have touched it. You have found it. Now, that very day, you find light. Now, the next thing that happens when you find light and then this joy of the Holy Ghost springs forth inside you is the word, you must sing that thing. Listen to me. Whatever you don't sing, you don't see. And I'll show you from scriptures. Now, that is why you find the word. Sometimes when you are studying, trying to get answers to solutions and light comes, the very moment light comes, you get so joyful and sometimes you burst forth into singing. Sometimes even in your dream, you start singing some songs out of your sleep. Now, many of you might relate to that. Now, that explains a spiritual experience, or I'm going to explain that spiritual experience with you in a few seconds. Now, what happens after that is a word, by the time you burst forth into rejoicing, what you are doing is to give manifestation to that. That's why if you read the Bible in the book of Isaiah chapter 49, for if you read from if you read Isaiah 49, the Bible says the word, it says new things I will do. It said, I will tell you before that I'm, I'm paraphrasing now from verse 13. It says, I will cause them to spring forth. However, after it says that I will declare new things to you, the next thing it says is the word, it says now sing, begin to sing, begin to sing, begin to sing, begin to rejoice. Meaning what you are rejoicing, you are praising God as one who has possessed that thing. And that is why you also find the word in the book of Psalms chapter 40 from verse 1, uh, 1 to 3. The scripture says the word rejoice. It's after rejoice, it said all eyes shall then see. It is after you rejoice that all eyes, your eyes, even your own eyes, the eyes of people will see and behold the wonderful works of God in your life. Now you might find me asking yourself and this might help you understand. Have you ever wondered why the enemy ensures the word you lose joy? When God brings joy after he gives revelation, you find the word situations keep you down that cease uh, or that cause joy to cease in your life. Now, what the enemy is doing is to do what is to cause you not to see the hand of God. Because only with joy can you see what God is doing. Only with joy can you draw out of the world of salvation. Believers, let me say this to you. Every time joy ceases from your life, things begin to wither. Every time joy ceases in your life, your wells begin to dry. Every time joy ceases in your life, manifestation is stilled. Because if you read your Bible in the book of Joel chapter 1 verse 12, the Bible makes us understand that word. There is that the, the, the wells wither, the, the vine, we began to talk about the source of livelihood of the people. Joel 112, withering. It says why? It said because joy has departed from the people. 
Now, this is why when the enemy knows that you move in some direction, begins to move things around you towards the time of the manifestations of God's power in your life, such that what you lose joy in, and when you lose joy, things are stopped. When you lose joy, things are paused. When you lose God, things are stayed. However, if you will give joy an expression in your life, what happens is that what you will see the manifestation of this thing. Now, having gone through this process, having seen life, having rejoiced, having sung it, and expecting the manifestation, what are you then expected to do in the place of prayer? Now, based on what God has shown you, which you have prayed about, based on what God has shown you, which you have prayed about, the next thing you begin to do is speak that thing. Now, how do I know you speak that thing? Don't forget that word. You've seen the revelation. You've seen the light. You saw you sang the revelation already. You burst forth into singing, rejoicing as one who possessed it. However, if you stop there, that is only going to be a pirate victory. However, what do you do next? Based on the light that you have received, then you go to the place of prayer. Now, that is why you will find in scriptures, you will find two different, two major words, prayer and supplication. What are these two things? Now, they are different. And many times, I believe believers pray. Sometimes believers don't pray. They think they are praying. I believe sometimes believers are complaining and talking and believe that they are praying. Sometimes believers pray and then they do not make supplications. Now, when we do not make supplications, that when we don't make supplications, we don't have specific requests. So that when God's hand is moving around us, giving signals to the direction of the things we are prayed for, what we find is that what well, we do not know what a answer to our prayer really is amongst the many things or the many movements of God around our life. So what do you do? And I'm going to show you from scriptures.